Geek Shock. I was working in the lab late one night when I heard someone coming down the stairs. It was the werewolf, and I was glad that he came, because I had been wanting to bite his balls! With quarter pound patties on it instead of I the, did the arch the deluxe. Ones. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I missed the arch deluxe. Double quarter. The arch deluxe was the one that kept the cool side cool Fucking and the hot side hot, right? That's McDLT. McDLT. Get it right. That's right. That was a McDLT. Arch Deluxe right. was a whole different thing. What was yes. the Arch Deluxe? Because I never ordered one. Arch Deluxe was uh, good. It had a different kind of bun. It was a potato yes. bun. Yes. It had a uh, deli mustard on it. Just like I made many of those when I worked Ketchup. at Ketchup. It had bread and butter pickles mm. and leaf lettuce. Somebody put their wiener on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you had to stir the sauce. I didn't make the sauce. You didn't get mayo in yours, too? Come on. McJordan. And technically, it was a deli mustard mayo blend. but. Oh, Oh, those cheddar melts with the onions and yeah. the Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I miss those. <laughs> those were I good. A, I They're so good. McDonald's pizza. It was, Never you, got it. Yeah, heat good. up that cheese sauce and dip your fries in it. Amazing. Oh, I'm telling me, McDonald's now, yeah. Canada had something you didn't have? There were, oh, there yeah, were a there's, few there's, other select places here in the States that got the pizza, but yep. I was not privy to one of those locations. I, I think we did. Last, I think that lasted like six months. Todd and I have a great pizza horror story on <laughs> McDonald's pizza. Uh, P, uh, McDonald's that I worked at had the pizza mm-hmm. so and kept it for ages. Really? Well, we yeah. had it here in Vegas, remember? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> After uh, a two-hour wait. Dr. Strange hits? I will uh, say that I time. lament every time I go to McDonald's and there's not some, I, I think immediately like Arch Deluxe, McJordan, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I want a new sandwich. So make something one, new. They had one on the screen tonight when I went through this bacon club thing, bacon clubhouse burger, but it's nowhere to be found on the menu. It just kept fly, it flipped up on the screen. Yeah, it was. It's this. Uh, it's got like a white cheddar cheese on it, yeah. Big Mac sauce, lettuce. It looks pretty good, but I see, was like, well, see, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. A small, tiny, itty bitty. What about Bob step? Mm-hmm. But I, I, that's not exploring like a new product they have to get in some new sauce some some new anything that's just taking what you already have and making something else out of it you know what yeah. is this meet that criteria the you mean jalapeno like, like double? mexican food the what what the jalapeno double yeah they've got that on the menu i saw that recently that thing is good it's okay like it. no it's good just shut up it's good <laughs> if you like jalapenos <laughs> yes. right that's I what it i do out. like jalapenos unfortunately the one that i got because it's a it's a it's a batter dipped and deep fried jalapeno that's on the sandwich and it was fried beyond a crisp it was ah, okay really bad news that seems like a location issue well yes probably but again you don't think frying beyond, beyond the crisp is a uh, part of the many uh <laughs> part of the cooking instructions that there's was a, the uh, sequel a... to the last starfighter <laughs> There's a That's lot of fried beyond, beyond the <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot of crazy uh, McDonald's uh, experimenting that they've done over the years. Uh, we were a test market in Wichita for uh, hot dog McNuggets, which were little mini corn dogs, and they had uh, we had the regular dipping sauces that you would have with the McNuggets, and plus we had uh, another one which I can't remember what. Dude, it's I've had now. McDonald's fried shrimp. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. They, they did a lot of weird testing. Didn't your dad have like 
brats at one of his McDonald's? Like he brat- had uh, a store in Bern, which is a small recreation of this Swiss town, and in Indiana, a little dinky town. But they all all they have the little Swiss days and such. So he created a Swiss McDonald's, and yes, he put in brats. Nice. I thought I remembered you telling. It, me, is is it really me. a? Is it is it actually built like Bern, or is it because uh, Bern is a goddamn cool city? It's it has some it apes some of the architecture yes wow I mean it's still you know small town Indiana don't mm. get you wrong but when you go through Burn you you know you're going through something different. feel the burn yeah <laughs> welcome to Mick Geek Shock I am Master Torgo <laughs> I'm Grimace and I don't know what the fuck I do with my stuff but boy oh boy it's covered with a layer of purple something I got the biggest fupa ever I, Grimace is all fupa oh, God. I am the king of the fupa. That's <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Dandy. Dave Thomas. <laughs> Founder of FUPA. From and, the grave. And we're here to talk Week and Geek here oh, on man. episode 360. It's we like have a whole Xbox right here. Uh, episode. Yes. I guess it is, isn't it? Wow. Yes, there was some spooky. You were Star Lord. You didn't come at all as anything. To this, well, I've got my costume done yet. Oh. Keep working, keep yeah. working. Gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Wow. new TV. Oh, really? Another new 4K. TV? 4K. Yeah. Oh, you got uh, a 4K. Yeah, my uh, little one in the bedroom went dead. This TV is my bedroom. I'd had since before Ann and I got married. That's what I, okay, it's, it's, it's that one. So it was a, it was a tube one? No, it was one of the first flat screens. Wow. I thought it was maybe the one you got a couple of years ago the, that you were all excited about. <laughs> I bought when this over it. 10 years ago. Okay. This thing cost me 1400 bucks out of box at Best Buy when I bought it. It was crazy. This was right when I first got... Um, this is that giant 150-pound... No, uh, no, no. Behemoth? That's not my CRT. I still oh. have my CRT. That thing still works. That is the best. That's a 200 pound baby. I, I remember. I helped CRT Rick. Yeah. I helped Rick move that yeah. once. I've moved it several times. It's, it's no joke. It's yeah. It's it's, it's like a lifting a boulder. Inch, it's a 36 inch Mitsubishi CRT, the biggest cathode ray tube you can get. And I play all my classic game systems on it, and I will hold on to that thing as long as I can because CRTs are still the way to experience most of your classic game systems. This is true. It's true. Uh, now. Uh, On a side note, they actually just came out with a converter that adds in the the dot pitch and scan mm-hmm. lines, and so they're side making, by side, you're they're making improvements. You're not really able to tell on a flat panel nowadays it's between a, that and a CRT, and you've got higher contrast. Is that something some they built into TVs, or something you have to add on? It's it's basically it's yeah, it's an external okay. box. You plug your you plug your game systems into this box, and then you plug that into the TV. That makes sense, and because uh, they designed games for the old CRTs that would say right now, take whoops. advantage of the you know the scan lines <laughs> adding shadowing and stuff so, so you're going to be running a TV pretty much like a like a guitar player now with a whole bunch of things you step pedals and stuff to mm-hmm. change well, the effects that's how I feel with this new TV because I wasn't going to go uh, 4K but it was super cheap yeah. sure. and it was just what I wanted Vizio just the right side yeah it's a Vizio I figured it was a Vizio at uh target yep. i used my red card and it was already on sale plus so i got that and uh how big is it it's a 40 yeah it's just right for my bedroom and mm-hmm. but it's i don't like the look unless you adjust it you know what i mean it's got that super real look like the hobbit Crisp, movies shit queen 
Oh, it it's got like the, a, it the. It looks like a soap opera. The motion degenerator. Yeah, it's, uh, all that. So the motion I to, smoothing. I turned that yes, off. Turn that I off. Turn yeah. the motion smoothing off. The, Ladies and gentlemen in our audience, if any of you have oh, that God. on your TV, again, turn guys. it off. It is the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's it kind of sucks. It makes everything look cheap. Uh, but uh, when I I did all that adjustment and was able to watch the Avengers. Okay. At a at a look that I was happy with. Yeah. But then when I went back and watched. Uh, just today, I watched um, Supergirl, and it looks that same cheap, weird. You so watched some know. Supergirl. Yeah, I'm trying. All right. <laughs> well, if you had hmm. Blu-ray, it's got 24 frames syncing, which would actually make it look like... I do have Blu-ray. You have Avengers on Blu-ray? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you should be able to set up your, your player... You should be able to set up your TV and your player to 24 frame, and it'll look exactly like it did in the theater. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. We but played. Yeah. We had a game night Friday. Played some Munchkin Conan. Ah, yeah. is that but, new? Yeah, no. no, it's a couple years no. old. I like that game too because the they did a packet, uh, an expansion packet of fifteen cards that was based on the movie. No, oh, but fun. the box Conan Munchkin, which is what we played, is actually loyal to the pure Howard stories. Which oh, I was wow. very, very impressed with and really, really did like. So I actually like that. It's one of my favorite uh, Munchkins, Munchkin games. Nice. And we broke out the DC deck building for old time's sake. Oh, I missed the that game. The best deck builder game on the planet. No. I might. Con- I have to concur with you. I think that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's, it's We've worn out the original set. I'm to probably have to get another copy of the original set. <laughs> well, you know, you've spilt on it. So I only see. spilled on Todd's. Uh... Well, you only spilled on Todd's. <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Andy. You're amazing. Yeah, and he yeah, did. He sat down at the this night. He sat down at the table, put an open can right next to his elbow, and just sat there. And is like, "What in the fuck are you doing?" And everything Tempting stopped fate. until he got his sippy cup and put his uh his drink. The in The one his sent into me by um one of our listeners. Damn, right? I can't remember who sent it to me. Somebody <laughs> sent me one though. I use it. <laughs> Good. Uh, no. Not that you have a choice. We make you use it. <laughs> I do. I do screw with them. I mean, I do intentionally set up cans and put my elbow next to it. Now. No, you don't. Don't oh, even try to yes, take credit I, for yes, it. Do. Don't even try to take credit for it. You forget. <laughs> no. I think he tries to set it up as a joke, and then it's gonna oh. go fail yeah, horribly and really cause some. Well, anger. here's a patch of ice. I'm gonna make everyone laugh. With. Ah! <laughs> and then can i played um diablo and now i can throw ah. now i can throw really big spiders yeah he's got the big yeah oh christ that's right we did that yeah after they left we diabloed for a we, while way long a real while yeah. it's a fun game yeah it is Good couch co-op Damn. it is it's nice just sitting there bashing the shit out of stuff and picking up treasure yeah mm. That is a great game. They're they're teasing a new one coming up. I still need to get the special edition for my PS4 because I don't play on my 360 very often anymore. Mm. So, well, this week my uh, Elder Scrolls special edition on the Xbox One arrives. Yeah, I'm very excited. Mm. That's this. That's tomorrow. And I don't want to hear it from you, PC Master Race people, because. I checked my specs on my computer, and I can't even run Civilization VI right. with the graphics I have on there. So, in no way I can make 
Elder Scrolls look halfway decent on the rig I have. Did you catch? That's Jim, not my fault. Jim Sterling's it's your fault. Inquisition. <laughs> the, the Jim Inquisition. Did you catch his latest? Uh, not the one? newest one, no. Uh, I believe it was last this last Monday, not maybe this one, but mm-hmm. uh, it's all about how consoles are slowly eroding and throwing away their advantage over PC because there was for a long time convenience and you know you toss oh, sure. the game in and it works. But now they're basically becoming low-end PCs oh. that have excruciating download times and all this other bullshit. When I put in Overwatch last week, it was two hours to download right. the patch for that. Now, of course, it's a multiplayer game. It's going to have more patches. Still. Kind of expect it. But that's pretty strong. I, and I put in Deus Ex today, uh, and that took an hour. I spent the day... Seriously? Yeah. I spent wow. the day, just took all my games and p- loaded them into my system. Started them downloading stuff and just put it on auto. Yeah. And just left it because if you ever want to play a game, you that's have what, to make sure you've had it downloaded a couple days ahead. That's because, what, yeah, that's what mm. I try to do. If I, When it arrives at Gamefly, I can't play it. doesn't matter. It goes in there because it has to take that install time. And that install time is much worse than it is on PC. Right? Mm. I threw in uh, mm-hmm. 2K17. <laughs> the first night I threw in 2K17, that, but that's just it. We're talking about that. Their PCs or consoles are stupidly throwing away their only advantages by putting that 2K17, and it said 58 hours. What? 58 hours when I first put it in there and started downloading the patches. Wow. 58 now, hours. If I had. <laughs> so now I knew, I know, I know it probably didn't take all that time. But and I and I wasn't planning on playing it that night because I knew there would be delays. Mm-hmm. But fifty eight hours that seems a lot. It seems excessive. Okay, I got a new piece of technology, and I'm gonna have to use both hands for it. So some, oh. somebody's gonna have to describe it. Wipe my hands down here. Okay, you got I, I it. What did he say? He got I a new, new technology. technology. <laughs> is that if your phone? Oh, what's? Oh my! A, a sticky. What is it? What, oh. what are you doing? Oh Jesus! You're, you're, oh oh! Stop, just stop it. Just stop oh. it. Amazing, huh? Wow. Yeah, no one knows what you did. With I know. You're well, supposed to be describing it. I can't so, describe it because I don't know what the hell it was to begin what, with. What it is, is it's a circle on the back of his phone case that extends into a little stand. Kickstand. So that he, yeah, it's got a kickstand. It's, it's like one of those little foldable, those little cups that fold up. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Except it's on the back of your phone and it works as a stand and it keeps it flat. All right. But going back to the whole PC I thing. I give you a week yes. before you break it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could get away from the tech shit. It didn't work. Nope. Ah, all right. It's easier for me to spend the $50 for this new expanded edition on the Xbox One than it is for me to spend $300 plus on a new graphics card. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get it. What are your awesome. thoughts on the new systems? Not to mention more memory that you would need as well. That's the you run that uh, can I play it or can I run it I think is the name of the website right and it checks the specs versus the game so hold on all, all I a need moment, is the graphics a moment you're an idiot who are you talking to Andy oh fuck <laughs> he's playing with his kickstand <laughs> all right enough of the PC stuff what else to do this week gentlemen all right wow well, you know I'll step in um, oh before. That's- we started this cast. I said, Jeff, you want to watch the first episode of The Walking Dead? No, oh, you dear. I haven't watched yes. it. No, don't worry. I'm not going to spoil this is a thing. spoiler free. Boy, how did you make it this far? <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that it wasn't spoiled for me before. Yeah. Because I, I stayed off of Twitter from Sunday until today. 
I did not talk to anybody about it in the last two days. I very carefully went on Facebook when I got notifications, just read the notifications, and then left. So, yes. So, very when, gingerly. It, when it was finished, I turned did to you Jeff. notifications from Negan? <laughs> <laughs> I hope Hell, not. Yeah. <laughs> I have a run. <laughs> I turned to Jeff and I said, you and I have watched horror movies for years. Yes. Brutal, deep, tough-to-watch horror movies. Yes. We are conditioned for this kind of thing. Yeah. This television show was the most brutal hour of television that I have ever seen in my life. Ever. And I can see that if you are not used to that kind of horror, (laughs) this is going to affect you in horrible ways. That, I've heard the uh, torture porn moniker tossed around a few times. It's not I'm far not going to say it. that far, but it's not it's far close. from it. Well, but, have but, you read the book at that point? I have not. I have not gone that far in the book. Sure. The book has just as powerful an effect. You know what is so damn funny? Um, I won't mention the person's name, a uh, mutual acquaintance of us from Star Trek. He, uh, he also does uh, some theater training, and he brought up, oh my God, that episode. That was that is the most affecting episode I've never been affected, and this shows you what really you really can do with drama, what you really can yes. do with TV. And Barry, poor bastard, <laughs> chimed in. Oh, you guys should read the comic because that portrayal <laughs> is spot on. And they crawled up Barry's ass so deep what? that he very gently. Why did he? He very. I don't see. That's the thing. I don't know why they crawled up Barry's ass because he wasn't contradicting him, but they, it was almost like a political discussion. Yeah. They were so beating down on Barry. Barry, Barry, Dr. Vlorg finally went, uh, okay, well, uh, it's really late and we all obviously have to go to bed, so I'm going to withdraw from this conversation <laughs> wow. and just back off. What? Well, they were trying to say the TV show was better than the book. No, they were, they were They were. actually like, Barry, get out of here with your comic. You just leave that in the realm of the ugly couch Ooh. show. This is all right. You just murder. Your what? You're talking out of your ass. It's a comic book, guys. <laughs> and it was it's really graphic, funny. A, it was really the funny. The most graphic novel ever made. It, was, it just exploded <laughs> right on him. And it was just like he, he apparently that person unfriended him. I mean, it was just like. That's hilarious. That wow. was just like, what in the hell just fucking <laughs> that's happened? Unfriend. Well, that's, that's fine. That, that, you don't need that yeah. kind of person yeah, in your life. But, but it, it was, it was kind of hilarious. That's weird. But they were commenting on that, and apparently it really stirred up a lot of feeling. Sure. And kudos. So what, 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 how dare you ask me to read? <laughs> I, don't I don't want to be affected by books. I don't, I don't have need enough, to know nothing. I don't need your funny books. Right. <laughs> don't confuse me with your facts. Oh, God. But I have to hand it to Greg Nicotero. For directing an amazing set of scenes. Was it you said like right in the middle? It's like this is the most visceral episode. Yeah. Yet, and you're yeah. not you're not wrong. Yeah. It was, it was pretty graphic. I mean, if you've watched up this far, Walking Dead is tough to watch. In in Dude, this, at times, I'm still I'm still not done with season six, and it is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've stopped. But this I is the hardest. Ago, yeah. Definitely the hardest. You stopped a long time it. ago. Yeah, and just like it's rough. You know what? It was funny. I was talking to one of my bosses. Do you read it? Uh, no. Hmm. And she was, you know, she she was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't watch it. You watch Game of Thrones." 
And I'm like, yeah, but Walking Dead's misery porn. And she's like, but Game of Thrones is bad. And I'm like, yeah, but that's got swords and stuff. Well, you're, that's, that's just it. Walking Dead, I walk a real fine line with it. The comic I adore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm okay with that book. And the TV show hits hmm. me a little bit harder as far as like just harder to watch. Black and white. I think that's a big part of it. Could be. And that's a big part and of it. And it's kind of cartoony at times in the comic. It's there, not there is a little it's bit not as realistic. I guess you have so, a little more control over it. Also, yeah. it's just it's superior. It's the superior format, in my opinion, still, to take in the, 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 the fiction. But whatever. But, you know, me, I hate dystopian wasteland. Mm. Arm- that's all yeah. it is. I know. <laughs> so a big part of me watching it anytime is just like, just give Oh. Where's the well, cheeseburgers you know and the porn? <laughs> you know what? Uh, Jennifer Van Allman, our former colleague from mm-hmm. Tri- she made a beautiful. And I'm like thinking, I wonder, I think this is, I'm, I felt like an idiot because I'm thinking, this is what Kirkman meant the whole fucking time. Because she said, last night I realized The Walking Dead does not refer to the zombies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, Holy shit! <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, that's, I was like, that's actually yes. That's really? totally the fucking whole, true. The whole thing it, about the book is the Walking Dead are the people, right? The yeah, whole, the whole thing about Survivors. that book is that humans are far more dangerous, yeah, than zombies. Z- zombies aren't the problem. Zombies are a symptom. Zombies are a, a are a plague. Everything else, it, the, the yeah, problem but- is humanity. Mm-hmm. That, if you, you read the back of every trade and it's got that very simple synopsis what happens when we are forced to start living uh, that's and we don't have cheeseburgers or right porn. and you're fucked <laughs> you, we, 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 we giggle but it's true I mean without our distractions man if I didn't have shit to distract me this week I don't know what I'd have done mm. what a <laughs> shitty week yeah you know, it was a shitty week Oy. worse yeah. than having your stuff stolen no, you had your stuff stolen. No, you had your stuff stolen. Where? From the friggin' stage. The computers. Oh, no, 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 no. It was just more of a malaise kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Good old journalistic Andy digging deep. Really? This is your <laughs> shitty week. What about the time your uncle stuck can, his dick up your ass? It can and be any week. You around? It and- can be any week, Andy. It just <laughs> pops his fucking head up and says, "Fuck you. Stay down. Too good. Too long." Uh, we had mm. good good episodes today, so things pe- perked up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, just. And a side note, even I'm getting to the point where I'm like ready for this fucking election to be finished. Everybody mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah, no. this is, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm two wow. weeks to go. I I did vote today, so I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done. Right. Once yeah. again, I've I done my part. Contractually obligated not to talk. I know it. <laughs> I know you're not. Oh, I won't bring it up because I don't want to get you in trouble. No. Uh, so, Andy. No. <laughs> Can't say a thing. Wow. I think we have a first here, folks. He's well, not he, going to say uh, a thing. He really can't talk because we know what side he lies on because he's fact-check Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and the fact that he, you know, he is affiliated with the one paper in the country that has endorsed the, the uh, shit-given. Shit-given. The yep. just trumpet. Is it really the, <laughs> the only one? Only major. I do have to applaud the, the Nevada, uh, whoever runs the voting, a state secretary of state. Early voting in Nevada is great. 
Yeah. It is. It's so yeah. smooth. And even though I usually vote at the mall, that's the one place I know it's always going to be. Yeah. And even though it was the longest line I've ever seen in that place. Yeah. And it was long. Man, they efficiently made that line move. I gave up. I'll wait till next week because I usually go at the tail end of early and I'm in and out in five minutes. But when it rained, I was like, rain. Nobody comes out to vote in the rain. This is going to be a slam dunk. Everybody no, there was a fucking line. Right. It was wrapped. Wrapped around. It's like, yeah. it's, uh, it's like, well, if our day is fucked. I might as well go vote. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not kidding you. That's yeah. happened a couple of times since I've lived out here, and I'm like, <laughs> I, we got to do something my, today. My days off always fall on Monday and Tuesday. I decide, oh, I'm going to go vote, and I see, oh, it's raining outside. Better not go vote. Because yeah, everybody crawls from under the woodwork and decides <laughs> I, that that's when they're that. going to go you vote. You've got to make that a shirt. Well, mm. my day is fucked. I might as well go vote. <laughs> I, I voted I too. So no, happy. <laughs> so happy for the rain. So nice. It's just, oh. And it's it's nothing else to change of pace. Oh. It's so good. We're finally getting the turn of the season. Yeah. Yes. I, uh,. <laughs> I was and actually, then it goes back up to eighty tomorrow. Well, so. does it? Yeah. No. no. Shut your fucking. Shut so, your ignorant so that mouth. Means, that means eighty <laughs> and, and muggy. Does it really go to eighty tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, do you got weather underground on there? No. That's the only thing I trust. I was. <laughs> I go with conservative oh, Republican high of eighty-two. <laughs> They're notorious for their truth and facts. Yeah. Yeah, Paul's part of the weather underground. Sorry, weather underground. High of eighty-one tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, I, I, I've learned we've, we've lost we've lost a few people over the year or two because of our liberal ways. I did not nah. realize that. Are you serious? It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah, apparently we have. Uh, There's one guy. Uh, did I mention this already? Hell he, no. He, he told me last week or the week before because I'd had a big argument with somebody. And it was the, it was the friend of the friend Facebook okay. argument. And he said, yeah, she's a friend of the guy, the guy who actually introduced me to Ugly Couch Show, but now hates you guys because you're so liberal. <laughs> and he stopped listening to us. So okay. you know, We are who we are. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. You like us or you don't. Yeah. Oh, boo fucking you. obligated not to say anything. <laughs> Boo-hoo. You tell him, socialist. No. You got to be either Republican or fucking Democrat. You can't have it. In you don't right. have to agree with somebody to enjoy really what they do. I really don't agree with nope. any of it. It's all garbage. <laughs> It's I gotta vote this way because this person said that, and I don't. Uh, fuck. It's horrible. What else you do, yeah. gentlemen? I uh, started catching up on the uh, DC stuff. I started watched uh, a bunch of episodes of Flash and uh, Arrow. All right, nice. so uh, still happy with it. I'm. How I, far I'm kind of enjoying the Arrow a little more this Did year. Did you Whoa. catch up on Gotham? Not yet. No. Gotham's getting good. Yeah. yeah. Has Arrow become significantly less murdery for you? It's actually. I think I'm warming up to the murdery. <laughs> Okay. Wait. Andy, I like it. I'm, yeah. All I'm going to say is wait till you get to this season. Well, I mean, I mean I'm, well, yeah, the one that's, I'm, I'm in whatever so gets like last nerf? season. Like nerf? Because you're, you're, okay, you're he on. He uses only those punching You're glove, still on uh, arrows, boxing glove arrows. Big boxing glove arrows the whole time. You're still on last season with Damien Dark, right? <laughs> yes. And how far are you? Half, um, three quarters? No, no, I'm only like three or four episodes in. You're only three or four. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, the end of the season is going to kill you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. I, I kind of. It'll, it'll crush you. I kind of see where it's coming. I know something awful is going to happen. They, oh, yeah. They, they set that up in the awful. first That's episode. That's the most visual, visceral hour of television yeah. you'll ever experience. <laughs> but I, I actually I watched a bunch, maybe six or seven episodes of Flash. 
And then there was a crossover with the Arrow people, and I watched about 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit, I should go back and... <laughs> I, should, I should go back and see what's I'm, going on. I'm not this far in Arrow. Right. And then, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but the I Arrow stuff was like looking like lighthearted. Like, oh, they've gotten lighter over there. Nope, just for Flash. Yeah, I had, I had that same kind of problem when, when they were doing the Angel Buffy crossovers. Mm. Yeah. What else you do, gents? Ooh. I didn't do anything. That's all right. Some weeks you can't. Well, yeah. I think if I got up to anything nerdy, really. Well, while you're thinking, oh, well, oh uh, okay. I read a couple. I read some more of the Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. <gasps> Comic that, book. That, that, that wrap up for Vader, dude. Well, I'm not there. Oh. I'm, I'm trades. Oh, my fucking God. I'm glad that they're bringing it to an end. Vader. Book, book four is the end, right? Fucking A. Yeah. They even, they even. Wow. Flashback reference the prequels. Oh, wow. And they give it dignity. Oh. They give it, they make it interesting. They, it's a, not possible. Dude, I, not you know what? It's possible. Amazing. If there's anything that could do it, it's that series. Yes. That series, hands down, one of the finest pieces of Star Wars fiction I've ever had. Yes. Handled. And Vader. Is amazing. Right. Is amazing. It's legit. Twenty five issues. You feel his power. You feel his rage. You know, I feel too the passion when he was saying that. He's Dude, right. Look in his face. He's right. It. it I'm because I'm amazed by it. When I opened, you know, I'm opening it up and I'm reading through it. I'm just and then I flip to that page and there's that image and I'm just like, what in the hell are they doing? Right. Because, like Jeff said, you know, it's not possible, but they did it. They referenced it and they, they feels did it. like another film. Yeah, it feels like a properly done, a tentative film. It just really. Now, one thing I just started that second volume of the Star Wars, mm. and they've got that prequel about Obi Wan. Mm. He comes off as a real shitbag. <laughs> yeah, he you does. know. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I'm, I'm, is this I'm the wondering. Anakin Obi Wan? This is Obi Wan. No. On Tatooine, forgoing his Jedi ways, just being a lazeabout, watching over Luke from a distance. Creepy. Yeah, and it is. And it really, I mean, they kind of, it's part of the character arc, and he admits as much that he's just kind of let his Jedi ways fall to the side, but doesn't make for a very sympathetic Obi-Wan in the least. It's a shame. Because I think that's true. I think he's not sympathetic because of the arc that he went through in the prequels. So it sounds like something good to explore. Well, uh, as yeah, far as story goes, yeah, it is. It's good. It's handled as well. Again, it gives the prequels all the dignity they deserve more than they fucking deserve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 it is. It's when you think about impressive. what that motherfucker did, it's very. And he turned into this hidey hole asshole layabout. Yeah. Who doesn't help people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Hmm. No, it's interesting. Well, a little business uh, with the book club. We're now taking suggestions for November's book. Uh, so far, the suggestions people made looks like we're people want to lean into more lighthearted mm. kind of uh, choice. So we had the horror month, right? And we then you know we've had some heavy books so far. The first one had some comedy elements to it, but you know. Forever War, I'm sorry, the Hul- the Haldeman book. Yeah, not Forever funny. War. Yeah. Forever War is not very funny. It, no, it is. I didn't find that funny at all. No, well, the last the last chapter was a hoot. but <laughs> The last chapter is intriguing. But H.P. Lovecraft is not exactly the, mm. you know, frivolity. Hoot and nanny. So, 
you know, if you have a suggestion for a a lighthearted uh, sci-fi fantasy horror story, shove it up there and, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what falls out. I had another, I had another geeky thing I wanted to mention real quick. I was like scanning, scanning, scanning through That's trying to remember, find the name. Over? It was uh, Rick Geary's uh, famous players. Is uh, Rick Geary does a whole series of uh, uh, true crime comics. Okay, and this one was about uh, William Desmond Taylor, who was a director in the twenties who got murdered. And I, I actually hadn't actually had a chance to read a comic from cover to cover in months. So. And what was, what's the comic called? Uh, uh, Rick Geary's Famous Players. Famous Players. All right. Yeah. That sounds fun. I like true life comics. Yeah. True crime is not really my thing, but... Well, he lays it out really well. He lays it out very interestingly, and yeah. Hmm. And he's got a kind of cute, cartoony style almost, so it's... Right. it's, it's Color, it's, black and white? Uh, it, black and white. Seems like it'd be a good candidate yeah. for black and white. Yeah. Okay. As far as the Geek Shock AV Club, uh, Halloween is the choice, and they will be watching it 8 p.m. Wednesday Eastern time. So, if you're downloading this, the the if you're getting this the day that we release it, it's that night, that evening. In fact, it might be around the time that I'm releasing it if you're thinking Eastern. Uh, but there's now kind of a synergy happening because Film Shock is now out there. That is, if you don't do Reddit and you want to do the AV Club, that is the Facebook side of the film club. Cool. Awesome. So Michael Shock Johnson, I, are the best. or Michael the Johnson, is uh, running that. So if you don't want to do the Reddit thing, join them on the Facebook thing. Nice. And I also want to shout out, I'll throw out a whole bunch of hugs and otters to Elizabeth. Our hearts are with you. Good. Gentlemen, let's do some mail. Woo! All right. Hey, gang. This one may be up 80s, Jeff Alley. I was an original Atari 2600 kid. Then I moved on to Atari 5800 because it had a pause button. <laughs> Finally, NES came out and we had a true gaming system. Have you heard about the NES Classic? 30 games, plug and play, $60, plus $10 for an extra controller. I haven't had a game system in my house for years. It's time to relive the 80s. What do you think? Craig from Holland, PA. You're right, Craig. <laughs> You're right. It's going to be so hard to get that thing, though. It's pre-order sold out all over the net. Is it? Oh, so oh, this yes. is not a thing that exists yet. This is something that's come it's out for coming Christmas? It's coming in November. Okay. It's coming in November, and it's going to be exceptional. Those uh, controllers. You got one, one pre-ordered? No. Oh. That's how hard it is to get. Those controllers are very close to the old school NES controllers. They're made by Nintendo, so they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. And the wonderful thing is they're compatible with your Wii, with your Wiimotes. Ah. So you can plug them into the back of your Wiimote and play all your classic arcade games, your NES catalog with an old school. Nice. So yeah, those are 30 solid games. Yeah, big, 30 big solid names. games. It's a shame you can't download or buy extra right. for that system. It's but, not something you can shove cartridges but into. But fuck it. It's fine. It's just, it's an awesome little Mike thing. Mike Tyson punch out on there? Got punch be. out featuring Mr. Dream. Oh. That and being plug and play really easy to put in whatever setup you have. Which, if you buy a Nintendo these days, it can be a chore. Yeah, there's a mm. list of the 30 games. It's, uh, it's good. And, it, and it's, I've seen some reviews. The emulation is quite solid. They've upgraded it so it's a little bit brighter on the screens and whatnot. And it's made to pl- plug in with a 
HDMI, so it's we don't have to worry about that whole. I need a box to put the wave lines in it and all that mm. shit. It's yeah, it's good to go. Sight bike contra. Uh-huh. All right, oh, yeah. Yeah. those are on there. Yeah. Those are on. I'm there. gonna have to look it up and and put it up on the site or something. But uh, uh, along the lines of the classic, I know a lot of people are excited about it because it has the HDMI, so they'll be able to play it on their current TVs. Uh, some I want to say Deja it was M Tech just recently released uh, a console that plays all the old NES cartridges. Okay. Um, they they instead of doing a software emulation route like a lot of mm-hmm. the current emulator boxes do that you can buy, they designed an emulator chip to emulate the original processor on. Huh. There, so it's a much faster emulation. It outputs at HDMI, and you can put any old cartridge in, and it doesn't have the load and snap down, so it just snaps mm. on and won't damage. It's a Retron Five. No, it's uh, a new one. I have a it's little a newer one, but uh, yeah, they they just did a different process, and apparently, it's a snappier um, response uh, than oh, the software cool. emulation, and uh, it's beginning high praise. I've got. Oh. I want to say it's M Tech, but I, I have to look that up again. Mm-hmm. I, um, fuck yeah uh but it does what i was talking about earlier with the you know where you had the the problems with the contrast because of flat panels not having you know the scan lines built in so that you would have you know mm-hmm. you know weird little black spots where there weren't any black spots that were supposed to be representative shading so this actually emulates that shading so it makes it look really good okay. on a flat panel TV because it's built in to the, the emulation process. I've got a little uh, Atari system like that that so mm-hmm. looks like an Atari controller and has right. a bunch of... Atari flashback. But, yeah. Yeah. but that, those games weren't that great. <laughs> so Right, it doesn't yeah. really hold up. I've, yeah. Got, yeah. I've got those two flashback collections coming to me from Amazon. They were supposed to come out this month and I got delayed, so I got $10 in gift certificates because my shit got delayed so long. So I'm like, wee! Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Retron... Or the uh, the uh, oh, the Retro Duo Portable. Uh, it's got NES and Super NES emulation in a handheld and a screen, its own thing. I have it. It's awesome if you're looking just for Super NES. And it also has an adapter you can get to do Genesis stuff. Hmm. Retro Bit. Retro Bit is the ones that make that. The Retro Duo Portable. Awesome. I watched. I put up on Twitter. Um, Man versus Snake. The documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Highlight of my week. Emotional roller coaster. Really? Yeah. You almost, you almost enjoy Billy Mitchell. Almost. <laughs> He's still Billy Mitchell. But, man, what a great story. What a great story. What a great documentary. Billy Mitchell, the Trump of classic gaming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. It's all about him. Yeah. But anyway. It's great. It's great. Hmm. Man versus Snake. I cannot recommend it highly enough. I can't, it's not on DVD yet. I don't huh. even know if it's going to come on DVD. I'm like, fuck. Because I like getting those. Right. Those hmm. uh, wild, physical discs. Weird, I love physical discs. I, that's the thing that blows my mind a little bit is that these are guys who are obsessed with retro arcade machines. You know, they've got a 40 year old arcade machine that they utilize to make these scores, and they're making a documentary. Put it on VHS for all I fucking care. But get right, you know. Put 
Well, that's that probably out of their hands because they probably sold it to a distribution company. I, they make exactly what's going on. I just hope eventually it finds its way to DVD with lots of extras and stuff. That'd be great because it's a very, it's mm. a wonderful story. See it. It's on Netflix. Alrighty. Next email is from uh, Jake re- referring to last week's episode, what we talked about. Mm. Hello, guys. <laughs> First. Neither do I. Don't worry. He'll remind you. He'll remind, He'll remind us. He'll remind you. Uh, first, got to say, jumping off the stratosphere is hands down the most oh. intense rush I've ever experienced in my life. Now I remember. <laughs> Puts all those years of watching Wild E. Coyote cartoons into perspective. Oh. Quick series of questions for you, for those that are not Vegas locals. Who is this brain surgeon? Lonnie Hammergren. That's the one. Lonnie Hammergren uh, was the, not only brain, not only a brain surgeon, but also former lieutenant governor. Yeah, I thought um, in fact, he was lieutenant governor while I was out here. Uh, he believes he looks like Teddy Roosevelt, and he kind of does look like Teddy Roosevelt. He has a whole Teddy Roosevelt room. Um, <laughs> he uh, is a character. He really is large. He has he three. Is something else. He has three houses. Two of them are pretty much all put together with bridges and tunnels <laughs> and stuff. The third one, his wife has maintained some control over, so it's only a little crazy. <laughs> but I mean. He collects weird stuff, but it can't be, you know, no, when he dies, nobody's going to take it as a museum because he does stuff like he bought the um, truck from Sanford and Son and mm-hmm. painted out where it said Sanford and Son put hammer and Son on the sides. It's like, yes, <laughs> an actual studio yeah. prop. He is a, he is a, he's not a collector. He's a junker. Yeah. He is a junker. Yeah. But he, but he. The junker he junks are really interesting yeah, stuff. But I mean, he's, he's got a, some interesting shit. He's got a bunch of you know. Uh, he's got an iron lung in his cellar, in his in his wine cellar, which is actually a sarcophagus. He, he claims he's going to be buried in his uh, right. In his iron lung? No. He, well, he claims he's going to be buried in what is now looks like a wine cellar, um, but that's what the iron lung is now. But the iron lung is going to go out, and he's going to be buried in the house. Um, buried? He's going to be buried buried in that house? Yes. That's what he claims. I think the wife will stop that. Um, (laughs) He's nuts. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've been to that thing probably 20 times now. And I keep forgetting. At one point, he says, I'm going to sell my gondola. I'm like, you've got a gondola. Oh, yeah, you do. You have a 20-foot freaking gondola in your house. I I forgot you had that. I'm going to sell my gondola. (sighs) Nobody bought it. What's uh, a... Go online. You can find on YouTube... Tours of his house. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sure, I didn't yeah. thought to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do it. it we I, uh, last time, like I told you, my father in law went with my uh, wife, and just look it up. It's There's amazing. There's a full scale model of a brontosaurus skeleton from a movie. Yeah, that's Lonnie Hamilton, <laughs> Vegas crazy house. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, second question: Why is his house house so dangerous? Because uh, <laughs> he is um, filled it with crap and built bridges without even considering what OSHA would do with it. Yeah. Bridges yes. made of plexiglass. I was I went there to borrow a, um, a mannequin for one of the Thompson Brothers movies, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I got some of those." And we start walking around. He's like, "Oh, oh, I know where they are." And he took me on the roof to where he had a plane, sort of haphazardly stapled to the side of his roof. <laughs> and true. we went into the side of a real plane. <laughs> 
we climbed into the real plane and it started shifting. And I'm like, well, this is going to be an interesting death. I'm going to die in a plane full of mannequins on a crazy man's roof. A plane crashed from a ro- from the roof. That's okay, because they'll move your body to the wine cellar. <laughs> it's not a joke, too. I've, I, I, I drove by there one time, and there was a crane out on the street mm-hmm. just literally placing something mm-hmm. into the house. And yep. it wasn't like bolted or secured <laughs> on anywhere. It literally was just placed down. Right. So that's that's why it's so dangerous. I want to I want to see that headline too. Just a picture in the paper and the head the, the caption read Family of Crane four. puts something in Hammergren home. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> Family of four crushed by teeter tottering airplane. <laughs> I love the guy. He's 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 Politically, we disagree, and I can't talk about yes. that. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's very eccentric. But he, yeah, he is eccentric as all get out. I mean, he's got frigging portraits of Russian cosmonauts that he traded for something from the cosmonauts. Uh, he's just, yeah, I, I can't even begin to get into all the weird shit in that house. So the last question he says. If it's so dangerous, why do people go to his house? Explain, monkeys, explain. Full of the weirdest goddamn cheese. Look it up online. He's got a Batmobile. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Jake? This is right up your alley, yeah. actually, um, from what I've been mind. seeing on your Twitter feed and stuff. He's got a room is, full of skulls. This is something you needed to see. You need to see next time you come out. He has a dragon. Is it, it, please tell me it's the dragon from uh, from Excalibur. Excalibur. It's the dragon from EFX. Oh, it's that one? <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, yeah, that's a nice up, dragon. Yeah, I out. didn't know that that survived because yeah. well, survived sort of. It's stapled to his wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I was told that when She'll they never fly again, when they were gutting, her wings are broken. Ah, she's a dragon still, but not the same. No, no, no. The scales are there. The fire breath is wanting, but the heart is weak. That's a dragon that's gone past her prime. Nope. I, I was told I they it. had to chop that up to get it out of the theater because... Well, I don't think it's the whole thing. It's mostly the front of the dragon. Oh, just like yeah. pieces of just it? Just the okay. belly. It's stapled, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the head. It's funny. I imagine somebody with a stapler well, they, they, just like... <laughs> her important parts have been left behind a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, well. She's he has the, the time machine for me effect still. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, great. he's got a lot of Vegas cast-off stuff. Yeah. You think uh, they call the him when they're, they're done with it, or think that he calls them? It goes both ways. Okay. Yeah. Did the Riviera butt statue get in there? Is that where it went? No, the butt statue got, got moved stolen. to... Uh, no, no, no. It got sold, and it is on display somewhere in town. He, uh, I can't remember where it is. He also yeah. came down to the warehouse where a lot of the experience stuff was... Um, Bought a bunch of stuff and then came back like on following days and dug around the uh, the garbage pit mm-hmm. and took do, do, do. stuff. Do you got so a class three war core? <laughs> I need it for my basement. He does have uh, <laughs> he does have a bunch of the benches from the ride. Yep, he took some of those. He got um, he was the only one that bought those. Wow, I think he got it from the Borg invasions. Yeah, and he um, occasionally performs with a group called the Doomkoffs in town, which are a German oompa band. Oh, of, course very he, of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> that I did not know. No. It's, it, it's only fitting. <laughs> Has you ever seen a German oompa band? <laughs> 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 bing. boom. <laughs> bing, bang, 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 boom. <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for writing in yep. to help clarify that for everybody. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, next uh, email. 
If you need some more reading material, Charles Strauss's series on the laundry, beginning with Atrocity Archives, might be perfect. Hmm. It's the first person narrative of a math-slash-computer geek involuntarily recruited into an Ian Fleming-slash-Dilbert-esque agency that defends British mankind from Lovecraftian threats and the supervillains that summon them. Wait, what's it called? It's called Laundry. The Laundry series. Charles Stross. I, I follow him on Twitter. I think right? I read the first one of this and hated it. Really? Yeah. I read the first one really enjoyed it. Oh, but we'll, boy. We'll, we'll get to we'll get discussing. Yeah. No, no. This is the one, that, this one, this one you gave me. Yeah, I, I think I did. Because um, I would heard about it, and I was recommending it to everybody, having not read it. <laughs> great yeah. writing. He says, great writing, excellent <laughs> world building, copious callbacks and Easter eggs, all told with half bitten off tongue and firmly in cheek. Man. Douglas Adams channeling Ian Fleming. If you read them, what do you think? Pick them up at your local library, bookstore, or online, because you know reading is fundamental. Well, we know it. Colonel John. Well, no, I, I'm trying to remember. I think I think what my problem with it was, I think it read like it was written as a in parts as an online blog, and he didn't go back and edit it. So it is written first person. No, but it was written as if he'd, he'd written it as a, he was writing it. I don't and remember. And posting like, it immediately. I don't remember like that. Maybe there were parts of it that I'm No, no, not that it's not a blog, but, it, but as if he was writing it chapter by chapter and putting him out there and didn't go back and edit it. Because there's, there's stuff that if you're writing it all together, you would have gone back and corrected stuff. Like he mentions the town being isolated, and then he mentions being in the middle of a town that's not isolated later on. It's just... Hmm. Hmm. I enjoyed it. That, okay. And I think there's like five now in the series. But... Uh, but I might throw that up there in the I'll have to dig through the my Shock Monkey Book Club is an option it. for this month because that's it's kind of the lighthearted thing that's going up right now. So yeah. that might be a thought. So thank you, Colonel John, for throwing that our way. You got time for one worry, one more quick one. Here we go. Greetings to all folks at Master Torgo's home for peculiar podcasters. <laughs> so are any of you currently playing that new form of digital crack known as Civilization Six? I like it, but sure I'm bad at it. Cthulhu Collector. Nope. Uh, I guess I kind of hit that a little bit earlier. That's uh, I would if I could, because Civilization is probably my favorite game series, aside from Elder Scrolls, of all time. I think God damn Civ- Egyptians. Civ Revolution <laughs> is the last thing that's been on console, right? That's, yeah, console. That's really, They might have had like one more, but it was along those same lines. I played that on... Sim Lite, basically. I played that on 360, and I have that on my 3DS. Yes. My DS. I love that game. Yeah, it streamlined all the stuff so it makes it really easy and quick, it's which nice. is unlike Civilization, because Civilization right. is not a quick yeah. game. But it's good. Civilization oh. got me in trouble many times in my life. Are you playing? You you're playing New XCOM yet? No. Oh God. No, that's so unforgiving. I'm gonna wait for GameFly to send it to me, but oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So hard. Like harder than the first one. Level hard. Ooh. That's why I thought about it. Sure. And it's you know it's yes, got that it's way harder than the first. One. Ooh. Like elementary. Oh, you'll. Oh, <laughs> I have, I've restarted every time at least five times. Yeah, civilizations ca- cause problems. That first one, uh, back in college, with uh, then current girlfriends, uh, actually started affecting my grades. It was all I wanted to do yeah, for like a it certain out right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I made it okay through. Right. But for like six months of my life, that's all I really could do. Mm. I wow. love. It. I lo- there's nothing like that time. What year was that for you? That would be 1993, maybe? Yep. Man, a zenith in PC gaming. Mm-hmm. 
Doom. Yes. Landlined. Oh, and all of all of its fuck, ilk and descent and. Privateer. The rise of shareware. Oh, unbelievable! It was just we were cracked out of our minds on that. Shit. Alone in the dark. XCOM original XCOM. That was my. Yes. That was my danger. Mech Commander. Mm. Mech Warrior. Mech Commander. It's good. Yeah. You're right. That was. That was. <laughs> did you even play it? No, did I didn't play it. it? I, I shut played, up. I played a little bit. Come I played on. a little bit. Not my cup of tea. I'm a Wing Commander guy. Alone in the dark. Whoa, yo, 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 yo. Man, whoa, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mine was Commander 04. Keen. Mine was 04 when World of Warcraft dropped. That's all mm. I wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And still, and uh, Might and Magic. Oh, my God. Yeah, I stepped away from PCs until I got out here in 98. Mm. And then I got back in when uh, Half-Life came out. Oh, um, Half-Life got me back in PCs for about a minute. You're right. That was a golden time in PC gaming. My but God. that 93 was a good year for PC gaming. 93, 94. Mm-hmm. All right. Before I wax too too deep. Mm-hmm. So the answer to the question, no, I have not played it, and it's probably for the best right now, because I don't need that kind of time suck. Right. And that's exactly what it will be. I know it will be. So when I when I have time suckage moments, and 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 money for a graphics card, then yeah, I'm all in. I'm that's all in. That's what's killing me so much about these. Games. I don't have any time. And that is a game that takes I can't play time. Shit. Yeah. And I still play Civilization Five. I'll throw it up every now and then, and it will, it will eat a whole day before I go. You know what? I need to not do this right. anymore. But it's still, oy. gentlemen, news you don't give a shit no. about. Oh my God! No, what is happening? <laughs> that was ominous. One of those, the Halloween version. I it guess. could be bad. There's a lot of there's, terrible shit wait, happening. There, there's right some now. terrible things happening. Wait, right can we just have werewolf balls instead of this? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Thank you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! I was hoping we would make it through the episode. I brought it up, guys. You would not believe. So we did our. Somebody brought it up in Shock Monkey's lair too. Is like, are we going to get this, the werewolf balls again this right. year? We did. Uh, we did our Halloween episode mm-hmm. on ICS, uh, which is going to hit Monday. Terrific. Um, and hey, that's Halloween. So many. Crossover characters got requested. Really? Ludmilla shows up. Really? Wow. I don't know. No, wait. No, Ludmilla doesn't show up till today. Oh, okay. Ludmilla showed up today, but like, uh, there was a duet between Cosmic Ray and Bill Reed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, crazy shit. Those guys must have gone, Jake and, Jake and Matt must have gone nuts. There was a lot. Yeah. yeah they, they were like, they were so pissed. Like, yeah. Get this fucking crossover podcast bullshit out of here <laughs> and i went of course insane with laughter because i wanted to play werewolf balls because i got requested to sing monster mash as paul stanley okay. which i did oh, but wow. then i was like but then i was like but werewolf balls and they're like what and i'm like werewolf balls i love werewolf balls so much. oh my god they're like what and i'm laughing hysterically i got them to play it i'm losing my mind they're like what the fuck fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> didn't get all the way through it. Like, this is enough of this bullshit. But so we got to play it on here again. So you pretty much quashed any notion of a future uh, Geek Shock Ice Cream Social crossover oh, no, 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 at no, this no. point. There's still plenty of cro- I, mean, I am the widget that runs between those. Things. It's a crossover. It's always happening every week. But some weeks, you are, it's a little stronger. You are your own crisis on infinite earths. I am. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It went so far 
that they asked me to do Tiffany Lemon Squares, and oh, only no. SJ could tell that Tiffany Lemon Squares is basically Paul Stanley with a Southern accent. <laughs> I, okay, Listen. I, have, I don't think I've ever heard Tiffany. I think I'm my manager. Not Miss. Tiffany Lemon God Squares. Damn it, you're, Andy. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I am wow, gonna punch Andy. you with wow. my I'm left hand. I'm just a sweet Southern girl, but if you take out the Southern <laughs> and you amp up the rock, I'm just Paul Stanley. Wow. <laughs> Wow. But that's the thing. Like, we wow. crossed over to the point where I was overlapping my characters. You <laughs> are your own wow. meme now. We did so many characters. Oh. Wow. wow. Wait, I look forward now, to that. I got to know the context of Ludmilla showing up. Ludmilla that... was today. Ludmilla, they requested uh, a, a song about not being able to go to uh, Scoop Fest. And so Ludmilla, but I got out like two lines. They're like, all right, that's enough. Song over. All right, that's, yeah, that's, that's good. funny. We're good. <laughs> that is funny. It's something else, but boy, like boy, my, Matt knows. They know mm. they got to step on that shit mm. quick. That's yeah, true. <laughs> and, we, and we were doing so many. Like my my Robin Leach kind of suffered because I didn't really get into the swing of him because I had so many other. Voices going on. Too many voices in your Too head. Too many voices. Too many voices. It was a lot. So Scoop Fest is the dates? 11th, 12th, and 13th of November. Okay. Here in fabulous Las Vegas. I'm going to say it now. The 11th, which is a Friday. Yep. I, I'm going to be hanging out at the Money and Fandom Bar. If we want to make an, a semi-unofficial thing, we can hang out before your show Friday. Okay. Where are you performing Friday? Friday, we're going over to Artifice. So it's going to be Artifice. So yeah, we'll be right around be right at, down the street. Square. 1130. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's lots of other little stuff going on before that, yeah. too. There's a couple of informal scoop meetups. But those who want to meet the, the, the meet me and whoever else wants to show up there will be down at the... Well, there. there you go. And then I think, Andy, you're going to come out Where everybody knows your Sunday, name, right? Do, do, do. To do uh, characters. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like I'm going to, yep. Which will be awesome. What's so, going on Saturday night with that one? Saturday, we have live recording in the afternoon. Then everybody's coming to see Fifty Shades. Then we're doing... Uh, Saturday night is um, oh after Fifty right Shades we're hanging out in that room and doing a party karaoke ah, and bullshit. You doing karaoke in the Fifty Shades room? Yeah, nice. It's gonna be nuts. Tell they're gonna keep it. it open for another two hours and keep the bar staff. Wow. We've got over 150 people on Facebook alone. Nice. Saying they're coming. Oh, that's it's brilliant. Be I still have to sign up so I can get the stuff because I I know what the thing is and I want it. Uh. We, we're done selling bags, so you're going to oh. buy stuff on property or something. Okay. Yeah. We'll have some stuff for sale. That's terrific. <clears throat> but unfortunately, news you don't give a shit about. Uh, I tried. I'm tried. Sorry, Chalk Monkeys. All right. Fast and Furious and Star Trek Beyond Helmer. Faust and Furious? Faust, oh, Faust and Furious. Let's do that. That sounds really that. cool. <laughs> I give a shit about that. <laughs> I'm That's so awesome. angry I've sold my soul. <laughs> Wait till you hear his next project. There is no doubt he has made a similar deal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the helmer of those two films, Justin Lin. I already heard this story. Oh, then I'll stop right here. Good. Oh, okay. good, good, good. Uh, Eddie Jeff has heard it. Eddie Jeff has heard Jeff it. Jeff has I mean, saved us. And Justin Lin was also in talks about a year and a half ago, two years ago, to helm the Masters of the Universe. That's movie. right. He was like the first one aboard it. Yeah. Wow. Which I was like, okay. Sure. And now they've got... People Mc, like McGee. McGee. Yeah. I guess, Mc, I guess McGee is doing it, right? Yeah. That's that's kind of, God. unless something falls apart. Like McGee? <laughs> What's good Please, happen? someone make McGee fall apart so that movie doesn't happen. <laughs> Whatever. It's just going to be more toys. I don't care. Drew Barrymore's going to be playing He-Man. 
I'd be okay with that. Drew Barrymore can do a lot of things, and I'd yeah. be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. She's not so sad. magical. She is. She's a whimsical little pixie. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Lin is about to take the wheel for a new Knight Rider reboot. Justin, yep. take the wheel. Wow. You're right. I don't give a shit about that. The original series ran from 1982 to 86 on NBC. Created by Glenn A. Larson, Knight Rider followed the adventures of car driver, crime fighter Michael Knight and his smart talking car named Kit. Weird fact. All right, Michael. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Glenn Larson, (laughs) Gary Larson's wife. What? Seriously. No. (laughs) You actually Gary had me Larson's on that one. Wife? I don't know. I don't know Gary Larson. Glenn Larson. <laughs> Gary Larson's wife from the Far oh, Side fame. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Really? Oh, yeah. That man. poor Justin Lin. He has been totally pigeonholed in the car director movie thing. Hot Wheels? Yeah. yeah. Now, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. I mean... You got to make him? a motorcycle. I think he did. I think he but, did a, well, I mean, you, you saw his motorcycle stuff with Star Trek. Yeah. Yep. He made that work. So, yeah. If that script were a little bit stronger, that'd been all so right. So, somebody's got to make Nicolas Cage fall apart so we can get another Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider's in um, um, Agents of Shield now. Uh, Aren't they yeah, talking about turning that yeah. into a full on series? It's possible. I don't know. I haven't. That's I mean, what I've run across. I don't have access to that, so I can't watch it. I don't either. All I know is it's a car. Now, yeah. Reboot, starring Justin Bruning as Michael Knight and Val Kilmer as the voice of Kit, was launched in 2008, but it only aired for one season. What? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer? He was Kit. You didn't know yeah. that? You didn't know that? You didn't know the new... Was this the... It was a Mustang. It was a Mustang. It was the Mustang. No. It was a Mustang. No, this is so You're different. thinking I'm of Knight Rider, Rider 2000. 2000. Oh, wow. I remember that. That was the I TV movie. I never saw movie. this thing. No. Whole season. A whole season? Is it shit? Is it the worst? It's got Jeff watched it. It's 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 not it's, as bad as it. It's not as bad as people well? made out to be, but it was not a good series. Right, okay. It, um, it didn't deserve the vitriol that it was getting, but it was it not great. <laughs> There's a car show down <laughs> at uh, down on Fremont Street this for this weekend with a bunch of uh, horror movie cars and stuff. That sounds terrific. Yeah, and. Um, no, keep going. I'll talk about what it is. All right. Well, according to Variety, is the new car Dracula there. Oh boy. Mm. Card Dracula. No, it's it's actually actually it's a werewolf. It's uh, Lon Chaney Jr.'s family is accepting some award or something down there. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Lon Chaney Dale Earnhardt Jr. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. What was the one on Futurama? It was the the wear car, right? Yeah, the wear car. Yeah. I'm remembering an ancient ugly couch show where we had uh, where Paul was talking about the Chicago Field Museum and the wolf exhibit had wolves that would come out and go wolf, 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 wolf. Oh, wow. And somehow we got to the technological or science and industry and Barry was like, oh, let me guess. There was a car and it popped out and went car, 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 car. (laughs) Remember that? That's what the wolves say. Classic. Classic. According to Variety, the new reboot is set up with digital network Machinima. 
which is partnering with producer-director Justin Lin in order to produce a new digital series that will air sometime in 2017. And, uh, of course, Lin is doing the Hot Wheels movie set for a 2018 release as well. He is the car guy. Mm -hmm. News you don't give a shit about. I can't take it. Oh, no, you can't. Warner Brothers secured the right to... the Warner sister died. To Roald Dahl's 1964 children's book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, in order to build a new fantasy franchise. You mean AT&T DirecTV Warner Brothers? Yeah, that one. Okay. Did that go through? Oh, yeah. Ugh. It went through? No, yeah. it hasn't. No, no, no. It hasn't okay. passed, uh, hasn't passed uh, uh, federal approval. Oh, okay, so it hasn't gone through. It hasn't gone through. It, won't. The, de- <laughs> it won't. the deal was agreed upon. I, yeah, cash, but it won't. Cash it won't. Stock it's not swap. going to. Yeah, I think, yeah they to. said that about Comcast Universal too. I, so you're, you're right. It could go either way. It's an interesting. Yeah, and they time. learned their lesson with that one. So I, they maybe, won't. It won't. Maybe. Oh wait, what country do you think you're living in now? Oh, they oh, don't oh, learn right. their lessons oh, wow. on those fights. Right. Wow. Don't forget, we suck. The United States of <laughs> fucking fuck up, fuck ups. <laughs> the United States of monopolies here. I like the United States of fucking. <laughs> Yeah, if only you heard it, Angle. You heard it. (laughs) I live in America, the best. I've never been anywhere else in the world, but we're the best. South Carolina, bone, (laughs) bone, South Bone, Alina. Sure, I I live in I live in Colabono. This this is not going to end well. The sex the sex place. You're gonna tell me that Florida is a peninsula? I live in Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. See there now, you got it. You found it. Alabama. Alabama can fucky. Fucking fucking yeah. yeah. In your Anna. Nevada in your butthole. Tenahosi. I don't know. Tenahosi. That sounds like an ancient uh Japanese warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm a I fight the five dragon and the win. You yeah. know what my father name was? Eleven Hosi. Wouldn't it be nine a hussy? No, he an eleven a hussy. I'm a ten a hussy. We're counting down. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded backward to you, but to me it makes sense. <laughs> Take a drink, folks. Ten a hussy. Oh, I fight the four dragon. I kill them all. You might kill dragon ten a hussy, but you cannot beat my Kenfucky. <laughs> Oh, here come can fucking <laughs> okay, champion then. from the north. More formally, it's California Cajun. Oh, okay, can fucking draw your braid. I never to meet in the field of a value. <laughs> French bread. If you want to fight with the French bread, but don't roll around too wrong. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> My temper. Here they come. My temper has a thin crust. <laughs> okay, these jokes are crummy. Let's stop. Uh, <laughs> my anger is arising like a yeast. Uh, <laughs> don't bake me mad. You draw your bread and you will be toast. This, these puns are so white bread. <laughs> you think you can beat me? You must be a butternut. Ouch. <laughs> Whole grain. I wonder right, why these go. things keep happening. Let's, <laughs> let's fight. Bumper nickel. <laughs> Here 
in the middle of Italy. Rye. The rye should I fight you? <laughs> I tell you, Rye. Because you think you're on a roll. <laughs> and I'm here to prove I am better than you. Let's move this on this quick. All right. Did you face the 12 grains? <laughs> All 12? <laughs> move, move on, Todd. They're just trying to get a rise out of you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing was half-baked. Mm. I'm going to kick your chibada. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's the one that got That's me? That's the one that got me. <laughs> when do you do ruse? I hope you're not a sourdough. You really went both foot long in. Don't oh, be so rude. That's all right. We've bottomed out. Please tell me we go up from here. Uh. <laughs> all right. We should just bag it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make up with him. Give him a flower. You notice the curve of my braid? It is a crescent sword. <laughs> Crescent sword. Crescent. Warner scored the film adaptation right. (laughs) Right from the Roald Dahl estate and is rebooting the property as a multi-film project under the direction of Harry Potter producer David Heyman, whose Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them opens November 18th. The initial screenplay is being written by The Secret Life of Pets' Simon Rich. The Gene Wilder-led film from 71, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, still considered the definitive live-action ad- ad- version, although it does stray somewhat from the book and omitted some critical chapters for the sake of a more streamlined screen story. Mm-hmm. The Tim Burton movie from 2005, though actually closer to the source material, chose to invent a backstory revealing Wonka's scarred childhood. Ugh. And hey- it was garbage. Heyman and company pointed out this new outing is not an origin story, and will instead focus on the early years of Willy Wonka. Oh, okay. <laughs> His origins. <laughs> huh. Well, you know, there's a lot of unque- you know, unanswered questions in the movie. It's like there's a whole bunch of other ways sure, to murder children. You, right. And <clears throat> there's, there's, there's how he discovers the flavor. Yeah, I'm sure. desperate to know how he became Build so a charming. Factory. <laughs> how did he become so charming? God damn you, Hollywood. Get your head out of your butt. Ah. Let's see. Whatever. Who cares? Come on. They, I mean, how many? What do we got? At least five more of these things that they got to try to do that fail hard. At least new tentpole. At, well, well, here's the thing: is what 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 has really hit the skids? Ghostbusters is not going to become the thing they thought it was going to become. No, it may not, but it still made enough money to be profitable. It still made enough money to be profitable, and I understand the merchandise did quite well. Yes, but that's. But it wasn't it's the big blowout they wanted the, it to be. And I bet that company is disbanded. Sony? Ghost. No. Oh. Whatever. What was it called? Ghost Core? Ghost Core. I doubt it. No, because they got cartoons and everything else coming. Okay, well. And what, 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 what uh, So you have the, the Universal Monsters. The WB stuff. The Universal Monster stuff is not even. That's a that's King a Arthur, that first issue comes out, episode no comes way. out. Nobody cares. They're crazy with this shit, man. Well, here's the thing. If one more thing hits and then hits hard, goes, oh, then it's, it's going to go forever. I guess. So it, they all have to fail for it to yeah, go away. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What are you guys talking about? 
<laughs> the you know the universe stuff. The everybody wants cinematic to be universes. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Marvel. Yeah. The you got the Micronauts one with yeah. Rom Space Knight. I want mask. I, I want that one to succeed. See, see, wow. even you're part of the problem, Paul. I'm part of the problem when it comes to toy related properties that could we be cool. Practice your alliteration. We haven't made twenty remakes of Micronauts before. Nor mask. Yeah. My nor my nor mask. should we. That is a very bad idea. Mask? Yeah. Yeah. But, but they're working overtime, fighting crime. That's true. Fighting crime. They are secret raiders. You're right. They'll neutralize as soon as they arrive at the site. I'm not allowed to talk about the raiders. Carry on. Tracker's going to lead the mission. <laughs> but Spectrum's got, got such supervision. supervision. What was that, Andy? I'm not allowed to talk about the raiders. Weekend Geek, you don't give a shit about. Oh, actual stuff. Kinda. Yeah, this what? one's this one's one of those weird ones that on it's the line. On, yeah, way on the line. I, I give a shit, but That's it's not necessarily good news. Tim Miller has left the production of Deadpool Two. Oh yeah. Due yep. to creative differences between Miller and Star slash producer Ryan Reynolds. The decision was said to be amicable. A report at the rap suggests that Miller and Reynolds had not been on good terms for some time. And the final impetus for Miller's exit was disagreements with Reynolds over the casting of Kyle Chandler as Cable. Apparently, Miller wanted him, while Reynolds, who renegotiated his contract to include cast approval, did not. Mm. Miller and Reynolds also reportedly clashed, according to inside sources, over the direction of Deadpool 2. Miller wanted to make a more stylized sequel, whatever that means, while Reynolds wanted to keep the focus on the body humor that was the trademark of the first film. He's probably right. <laughs> Miller was also allegedly unhappy over the time it took for Reynolds and his agents to renegotiate the actor's deal, which ate up the time that could have been spent prepping the film, which does not have a release date yet. Mm -hmm. uh, directors depart projects all the time, but this situation raises a red flag for fans of the first movie. Miller, a visual effects designer who made his directorial debut on this film, has been involved with Deadpool since 2011. He, Reynolds, and screenwriters Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Rhett Reese. Rhett Reese. R-H-E-E-T. -T. Rhett Reese. Rhett Reese. Rut row. Rut rapping movie rants. <laughs> Rhett Reese. Felt it coming. Right. Right on row. Right Rhett Reese. Right Rhett row. Right wouldn't roll it, Raggy. Right Rhett Reese. <laughs> We're the core group that pushed to get the movie made, all staying involved through its long development process. Rhett Reese. That's a rare scenario in Hollywood. Rhett Reese. It's rumored that Miller was the one who leaked the now-famous test footage online in 2014, which caused such sensation that fans convinced indecisive execs at 20th Century Fox to give it a ghoul. Give it a ghoul. Give it a green light. Give it a ghoul. Give it a ghoul. Rare, rare, rare episode. It says Scooby doing real fast. Mm -hmm. He'd have gotten away with it, too, if it hadn't <laughs> have been for... Rhett Reese. <laughs> And that gamble paid off, of course. Deadpool ranked in $782 million worldwide, the highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time, biggest moneymaker in the X-Men universe, and it put Miller on the map as a filmmaker and revived the career of its star. Uh, on a more positive note, Reese and Wernick returned to write the script for Deadpool 2, and casting is underway for the character of Domino, while the actor playing Cable still remains unknown. What do you think about Marvel... Kirsten, I want your opinion on this specifically, and Andy too. All right. Uh, Marvel's slow delusion of the X Men. 
Actually, I actually have a story about the, you mean the comics. The death of X. Right. They're whatever the fuck. They're killing everybody and going all in in humans. Yeah. Just to get the rights back, a la Fantastic Four. I think that'll last until they get their rights back. Okay. You're probably right. Yeah. And it's comics. Nobody dies. I know. I know. It's true. Yeah. Nobody goes yeah. away. Not even Bucky dies. Right. And that was right. the go to forever. Uncle still mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. yeah. In this universe. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of yeah, Scarlet Spiders. Did you see the thing about the, uh, there's a petition from the Deadpool fans to get Tarantino to direct the next one? Yeah, I saw that, and in my mind, I'm like, so yeah. <clears throat> so <laughs> right, fans created a petition to get the director they wanted. Right, Tarantino is not going to do Deadpool, and I don't think he'd be the one for it anyways. No, no, not no. It's right. obviously Kevin Smith. It's not the right fit. That could be fun. Who? Uh, yeah, he'd be all right. Who would be the ultimate Deadpool director? Jeez, oh, Tim Miller. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> that was the answer. Indiana Jones 5 screenwriter David Cope, who also wrote Jurassic Park and War of the Worlds. Can you imagine George Lucas trying his hand at Deadpool? Don't. No, no. (laughs) We need more kid-friendly stuff in there. There We need a a cute... uh, When you get that, yeah, that little little 10-year-old Deadpool... I think I'm just going to put... But finally, there's a character that makes sense to step in the poopy. Mm. Yeah. I think Step we need to add in we need to add in the green Jedi rabbit back into the thing. And he, he needs to be a Deadpool character. Jackson. David Cope offered an update on how the project is coming along. According to Cope, he's had no contact with George Lucas on the creative side. He is working with Spielberg, though. Even more, he said his knowledge, Lucas isn't really involved at all with the project. Going back through the franchise's history, Lucas typically helps generate the story idea. Lucas was the reason the last Indiana Jones film focused on aliens, because that's the story he really wanted to explore. Uh, Cope actually collaborated with Spielberg on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and noted that, in hindsight, it might not have been the best fit for an Indiana Jones story. You think? You think? But they learned a lot from the experience, and they'll be applying those lessons to the sequel. Quoting him, I don't know that the idea of aliens was the most suited to an Indiana Jones movie, but that's what we did. So we try to be very careful with the selection of the MacGuffin and the eras that give ourselves as much latitude to make the best kind of Indiana Jones movie that we want most to see. Learning how that's the importance of the choice of the MacGuffin is a big deal. Disney has Indy 5 penciled in for release on July 19th, 2019. Well, that's Mm. optimistic. Wow. (laughs) Right. Harrison Ford going to... How old is he? (laughs) Part-time. How old is he now? Like seventy. Part time. But you know, eventually, it, eventually, it's going to be weekend at Indies. Part time. <laughs> poor mummified. Marion, put me down. No. Marian. When he dies, Chris Pratt takes over the role. Yeah, it's weekend at Indies with me, Puppet Indy, and Marionette. <laughs> Yeah, that's, pretty that's what you good. fucking deserve. They get into some serious confucky. Yeah. He's 74. <laughs> In California. He's 74? Yep. Wow. Where's the time gone? It's not the time. It's, it's the, the mileage. mileage. <laughs> <laughs> Part time. <laughs> oh, God. As long as Shia LaBeouf's back, <laughs> that's all I care about. And those monkeys, what happened there? 
That's the real story. Let's get to the bottom of that. Yeah. What to shy the bottom of the monkeys? monkeys? They're bright red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy. Oh. Legendary Andy Taylor, monkey ass inspector. <laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of these monkeys. I'm, I'm here gonna, to inspect your monkey butt. I'm going to look right in that butt. Yep. This pretty, won't hurt a bit. Pretty red. <laughs> pretty red and sore. You, Mr. Baboon, you have a date with my eyeglass. <laughs> and some chapstick. Your, your butt and my eyeglass. Ooh, a chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to reuse that chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get the cherry flavor. It's already red. And, and then... Oh, now it's cherry. Now it's baboon house flavored cherry chapstick. <laughs> this monkey just turned it into crap stick. <laughs> I'm gonna give this one to Peekaboo Street. See if she notices the difference. Susie Chapstick. Susie Chapstick. That's her name. Susie Crapstick. I remember that series of videos. Oh. <laughs> Two girls, one chapstick. Oh. <laughs> Two girls, one baboon's ass flavored chapstick. I wonder if you made baboon's ass flavored chapstick. That the people will come? No, that'll, that'll be the next <laughs> Jelly Belly bad flavored jelly baboon's bean. Baboon's ass? Can you imagine? Bamboozled baboon's ass. Uh, bean boozled tastes baboon's like ass. ass. It's, because it's, baboon's it's like ass. wacky baboon's packages ass. right here. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh. A legendary comic artist, Steve Dillon, mm, oh, yeah, man. passed away at the age of fifty-four. Unbelievable! Yeah. I mean, like, spend your money, people. Yeah, just go for it. Do what you want to do. Fifty-four. Yeah. What happened? Oh, you'll learn. New York Times reports Dillon has passed away due to a ruptured appendix. <gasps> which was initially my, my, misdiagnosed as food poisoning. You're kidding mm. me. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Good old doctors. This is gas. All right. It's just an infected heart sack. Walk it off. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be back to having those double burger the jalapeno big quarter max. You telling me you no stopped time. eating Olive Garden's meal because of infected heart sack pain? Uh, excuse me, nurse. Could I have some pussy food? <laughs> because that's all this guy is going to be able to eat. Pussy food. That doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Little Larry infected Hospital heart pussy. sack over oh, here. Oh, yeah. Started to cry and cry. Oh, my heart sack's infected. Oh, you oh, almost passed out. It's causing me terrible internal pain that mimics By a the heart way, attack. 33000 Anyways. $33,000? Yes. That's what they're trying to bill you? Not me, my insurance company. $33,000? Oh, okay. oh, yeah. The system's broken, isn't it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. 33,000? 33,000. Yeah. <laughs> For what? Everything. For they... Eating at olives. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the soda tax, my yeah. friend. <laughs> that's, like, that, that's like $1,000 a breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> That Andy, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that great though? Thirty-three thousand. Thirty-three thousand. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. 
fuck? American healthcare. Oh, I, see, this is where I'm saying, like, just die. There's <laughs> <laughs> a good chunk of a house. Just put it. It's over. Oh no! Keep reading about Steve Dillon. Then now, now I'm really, now I'm really upset. Right? Was this? Does this happen in America? I don't think so. Okay, I really don't. Well, I'm relieved. No, in New York City. Thanks, Obama. No, no, New York Times reported. I, he was in New York City. I was think. he at the time? Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh Obama! Thanks, Obama. God damn it! Oh. <laughs> That's what everybody was saying last week when they or on Sunday when they were stuck in traffic. Right? Because it actually was. No, that, that one you can give them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got stuck in that. <laughs> Getting, of course you did. I'm getting group texts from people on the way to work. It's like, Shock. I'm stuck in traffic. What the fuck is going on? Like, Why wait, is everything stopped? There's, there's a terrible vortex of misery somewhere, and Andy's not in it? <laughs> What's wrong with the universe? That was actually the same. That was the night it rained, right? No. Well, it did rain late on uh, Sunday night yeah. as well It rained as like 8 Monday. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we, we were busking, and we had to like dodge under the, uh, under the awning to hide from the rain for an hour. Busking, awning, all these words you use, Andy. <laughs> I was busking near the awning when the rain fell, and I had to run, and I grabbed my crayons and my paper and hid. I was busking near the awning when the rain came, and I nearly got wet, but I grabbed up my crayons and my paper and escaped. And I waited for the rain to pass, and it finally did, so I went back out, and I started busking again with my crayons and my paper there and I sold some then I did and then I did then I did and the rain came back and I ran back under the awning beautiful time then I beautiful. didn't have a breadstick <laughs> that'll be 10,000 whoa you guys amped it up mm-hmm. was that got cheese on it they're nah. good breadsticks Brent I guess <laughs> actually if you add it up it was about $10,000 a breadstick wasn't it yeah. yeah you had about three and a half breadsticks <laughs> oh, I That's had all. a bunch yeah what is it with you Canadians New York I City. had like three times the breadsticks you did I didn't go to no hospital so he uh, did go to the hospital, and he still died. Yeah, because they were like, oh, "I got what, what time is it? Oh, I still got eight hours. I got how many patients? Yeah, it's just gas. All right, next. Yeah. Poor food poisoning. That, or, that's terrible. That's yeah. even yeah. more. That terrible. is horrific. Yeah, I mean, you think that didn't have to happen. Oh, he's so good. Uh, if you don't know about Dylan, uh, he worked on several influential projects throughout his career, likely best known for his work on Garth Ennis's acclaimed 66-issue run of Preacher. Just this last year, I bought the hardbound Welcome Back, Frank, out of print. Mm, uh, hard the Mac copy. series. Yeah, I love it. Uh, uh, I Dylan's, have that whole thing in. I have that whole series in in uh, singles. Right, and singles. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, I have that entire Welcome Back, Frank uh, series in single issues. That's one of my favorite books of all time. Dylan's. I, I got to say, just, sorry. That's right, go uh, ahead. Just uh, Ralph, yeah. my comic book guy, I got to thank him. He got me on Preacher, and I followed Dylan to uh, Punisher with that, and that run was just oh, yeah. exceptional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exceptional. Ralph um, proposed to his wife in Preacher. Right. In the letter page. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. 
Uh, Dylan started his career in the comics at the age of 16. Working for Marvel UK, has drawn for characters such as Judge Dredd and The Punisher, as we mentioned. His real break came in 92 when he latched into Hellblazer with Garth Ennis, and the duo would go on to make some of the coolest, darkest comics of the era. Uh, the team launched Preacher in 95. It ran until 2000. Ugh. Mm. So, and on a side note, I, I just have to bring it up, uh, Jack Chick oh, yeah. died this week as well. That is really heartrending too. That's, I mean, I don't agree with the damn thing he thought, but he sure gave me a lot of entertainment through the years. If he he thought thought, it, who knows? He thought comics could push a a idea through, and he's right about that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure those those things were super influenced. He did see, that's it, he saw the influential power of the medium. Absolutely. He didn't necessarily capitalize on it properly, but yeah, he's a laugh. He's a hoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you wouldn't have the Dark Dungeons movie without him? Nope. Mm -hmm. Dark Some, uh, Zach Smith made an interesting tweet because <clears throat> he's not—he's not taking the tact of uh, chick is uh, cute and interesting. He—he he actually really rails against the whole satanic panic mm-hmm. and uh, going after D and D. And he was a part of that. And he actually made a great tweet. He said, "Be interesting to see how many people will tweet today that Jack Chick was a cute." Uh, curmudgeonly uh, 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 man, goofball, who last week were really, really pissed off at the social implications of how Batgirl was drawn. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. And he's got a point. He does. Mm Because there are a lot of people who make a lot of commentary on social stuff in comics (sighs) and in popular culture today who are very, very, very serious about it, mm. who are turning around and just being all like, ah, oh, that Jack chick. He's going to be so surprised when he winds up in Unitarian heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Jackson will co-write and produce a film adaptation of the sci-fi fantasy young adult book series Mortal Engines, based on author Philip Reeves' series of the same name. The four-book series is set in a devastated future world, your favorite... Ugh. Where entire Narm. cities run on engines that allow them to prey on Ugh. other communities. Blah, blah, blah. The story focuses on, imagine this, a teen and a young woman who uncover a mystery what? that could unravel into the entire world order. Hey, teen and young woman? That sounds hot. Jackson and wow. you'll be young woman soon. Bow, 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 bow. Here we go. Oh, teen. You'll be a woman. You're the same teen that we write about in every show. And now you're going to be a woman. Who knows? Because you grew up. Tropes. <laughs> Kenfucky. Okay. What? Kenfucky. Kenfucky. Reckon. It's a callback. He's Kerbeck. Jackson and his wife, Fran Walsh, wrote the script along with Philippa Boyens. Uh, Jackson has lined up his longtime protege, Christian Rivers, to direct oh, the project. I actually stabbed you. I'm moving my you weren't head. expecting that move, but my sword got through your defenses. Rye, Rye, did you do that? Oh, I just want to prove a point. Hurts, donut. Mortal Engines will be his directorial <laughs> debut. Jackson was apparently attached, attracted to the steampunk style of the story. He optioned the rights in 2009. He's been tinkering with the project ever since. I will retaliate with my bear claw. Oh, oh I was not expecting bear claw. 
Oh. It's a rocky road you went down. You got me. <laughs> Where? I guess I have to move to Europe. I didn't plan on being Danish, but I read. <laughs> Apple That fritter. was cheesy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> how, how much dough is it going to take to get you to stop this? A rotten. <laughs> a whole lot of dough. Netflix is looking to expand their debt another $800 million to produce more original content, according to Variety. This would bring the company's total debt to $3 billion. Woo! Overall, Netflix's goal is to have over 50% of its programming to be original content. Good. This includes films, television series, and revitalizations of old television. That actually would help their bottom line in the long run because, you know, their licensing. licensing. Yeah, they're paying licensing that expires and then vast swaths of their catalog disappear and then we can do it better all right guys so their stuff has been pretty good it's they produce quality they're committed to that yeah so and and that's what they make the most money it it is done well sure and to be the only place you can find these things that everyone talks about Mm -hmm. right yeah that's that's a license to print money so yeah it's probably a good idea for them from a business standpoint three billion is their debt right now. that is their debt God, Zooks. And what do they think they are? The government? How do you get there? That's how business Who works now. That well, is that crazy, it's, right? It's the Trump model. Mm. Yeah. No, they're, they're, that's, they're grabbing pussies. Yes. <laughs> and it'll, get, it'll get you closer to the White House, I guess. Netflix 2020. Yeah, Netflix. I'll vote Netflix. <laughs> Netflix has my vote. <laughs> Ace, put that together. Vote Netflix. You're asking what's happening with X-Men in the comics. I was. I'm going to tell you. Look, guys, you know what happened? I saw the fucking future. There it is. Here it is, the future. There was a time when the X-Men were Marvel royalty. Mm -hmm. Several flagship comics, spinoffs, mutant characters permeating other hit books. Now it's mostly about the Avengers and the Inhumans have decimated the mutant population. Marvel has revealed where the franchise will be heading in 2016 as part of the X-Men Resurrection event. Put a big X in the middle of that. The X-Men are set to co-star in the upcoming Inhumans vs. X-Men event. Then Resurrection will spin out in spring 2017. The new lineup includes seven new books led by flagship series X-Men Blue and X-Men Yellow. Along with those, you will also see... uh, X-Men Blue and X-Men Sucked. Books of Iceman, Cable, Jean Grey, Generation X, and Weapon X. Editors Mark Panacea and Daniel Ketchum revealed the new comics will be set in the wake of the Terrigen Cloud storyline, which has killed a whole lot of mutants and permeated most of the X-Men stories over the last year or so. Quote, Extinction is no longer staring them in the face, so the X-Men can exhale and turn their attention back <laughs> to doing what defined uh, it's, them. It's like we did this. Pretty extreme. Guys, I got, I got a good one here. <laughs> Let me handle the press release today. <laughs> I got this. I got this. You know, you know that cloud they've been choking on? And guess what? They've been waiting to exhale. No, they can't. That's a, such a knee slapper. <laughs> Green light that. <laughs> okay, you're exonerated. Oh, great, 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 great. All our other options X-Men were exhausted. X-Men exoneration. Oh, oh boy. Mm. 2018. Anybody, anybody remember... Uh, Claire Excelsior. I an- mean, shit. Anybody remember... Uh, <laughs> Norma G. M. What was it? House of M. House of M. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I fucking get these Marvel guys sometimes. I know that Wanda Maximoff could do exactly what we want. But how about a gas cloud? 
Naturgic. I know. I was watching a, a pod, a, a YouTube uh, video. I cast think we may guy. have seen the same one. I was talking about the a Terrigen cloud. A cloud is killing all the mutants. The mutants, you know, one of whom is Storm, yeah, exactly. who can control the weather exactly. and the cloud and the weather and the storm and the and the cloud. She could safely push that cloud anywhere in the world she wanted to. It's wow. okay, guys. I got this cloud. <laughs> guys, a cloud. Well, it's coming up pretty fast. But it is a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is their fucking, this is their problem, right? When they don't know what to do, they make the big bad a cloud. They pulled that shit with Galactus. Hmm. Yeah. Make it a cloud, guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, because how do you fight a cloud? Put a bird on it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't. Andy. Oh, that's. <laughs> just don't. Oh, thank you for the Portlandia. <laughs> Appreciate no, it. there's no thanking for that. Uh, oh, have you seen on it. the recent episodes? No. Holy shit. It's, Did it fall apart? No, it's so good. Oh, good. It's so I, good. I was afraid I, it was going to fall no, apart. New don't have gotten see amazing. the humor in that series. I like I There, really are, there are moments where I'm like, but this last season has got a couple. Of, they got this one, one bit about doing theme songs for shows. You got to see it. They all. It's, it's really funny. Uh-huh. There's some real good stuff on there. You say so. There's some. There's some. There's some dreck. Well, you know, Paul's never wrong. Mm. It's true. Uh, going back to that quote. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> exhale. X Men can exhale and turn their attention back to doing what's defined them since the beginning: protecting a world that hates and fears them. Ketchum told Marvel, "These new titles won't cast the X Men as members of a won't cast the X Men as members of a species fighting for their survival, but rather as big, bright, colorful superheroes who want to demonstrate to the world that they want to walk with them hand in hand into the future. I want to demonstrate to the world that I am a free and different intellectual property. <laughs> They'll have costumes with capes, a school, yeah. and softball games. We're different and oh. stupid, so no one would ever make a movie about us. The goal is to tell exciting new X-Men stories while keeping in the eye of the tropes and touch tones that longtime X-Men fans cherish. Unquote. Let's bury this shit for the next 12 years until Fox capitulates. So here's the book breakdown. <laughs> Sounds excruciating. Ge- yeah. Generation X will be a, quote, back-to-school type book focusing on younger mutants. Ah, uh, done. It's done. Well, that's, it's done. That's new. Weapon X will be the, quote, <laughs> darkest book. Ooh, the blue X. and gold books will be throwbacks to the quintessential X-Men team books, quote-unquote, of yore. And Iceman and Jean Grey will also solo, solo stories to dig deeper to those characters. The full lineup sets for 2017. What about How Cable? You... you said Cable. There was Cable yeah, That's all they talked about. I'm sure, I'm sure that's the expansion darker. of the character. Oh. How are you going to go darker than what they did in the past couple of years with X-Factor? I don't know what they did in the last couple of years with X-Factor. They went hard dark. Like, they went back in time to kill Apocalypse. Baby Apocalypse. Oh, wow. And shit like that. So they explored the Baby Hitler thing. Dude, they did some stuff in that fucking... They had Deadpool, Wolverine, Archangel. Did you read that series? No. It's no. good. It's good stuff. Cable's on that team, right? Uh, I believe he is. All you care about no. is Cable. <laughs> I do. He's my one of my... Cable, shut up. Yeah. There's somebody else, too. I can't remember who else was on it. Maybe Domino? I think. Psylocke, I think Psylocke. Psylocke, maybe. Anyway, it's been a couple years since I read that trade, but it it's it's rough. I mean, they're like they're they're just pushing the limits 
of what hero- heroics can be done. It's, yeah, not the not terribly heroic. Hmm. So I just it, yeah, it kills me when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go dark." I mean, you you've done it. Well, that and Old Man Logan. Right, I hear that's like the bitterest pill to swallow. Yeah. But it's so good. Yeah, yeah no, is. I heard it's great. It's damn good. Yeah. God, that art is fantastic. Oh, man. I'm so, going to have to read that and, book. And shit, that fucking the new trailer. trailer. Great, that huh? trailer. Yeah, it's, it, the, they're apparently not following Old Man Logan specifically, right. but, but that's they the inspiration. have been inspired and they're drawing. And just from the trailer, it looks like, wow. I mean... Him and Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Patrick Stewart back. Yeah. I, Patrick that was a pleasant Stewart. surprise. Wow. Wow. Was, wow. Yeah, dude. Wow. Anyway, exhale. <laughs> no, that's all there is to that. Oh, okay. Exit. Ex, thank you. Thank you. Stage right. Exunt. Sony has hired Sean Levy to direct the Uncharted film. Levy most recently produced the hit Netflix series Stranger Things. Uncharted. And even directed a couple of episodes. What the fuck? What? The- <laughs> Uncharted. Uh, oh. A thief's rear end. See, I thought that was your goal on every night when you perform, is to be uncharted. My, that is my goal. <laughs> okay. Every night with a muffler. Come on. Every, every night American I dream that. muffler. I try not to go with a muffler. It compromises my uh, artistic integrity. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want that wrestler thing to happen when it goes no. out in the ring. Baby, my muffler done fell out. That's why you get the, the full-on butt bug. Oh. <laughs> just, just take a bottle of wine, save the cork. There you no, go. You know, no, a butt plug would still be dangerous because there could be seepage. Ah, we're dealing with, <laughs> we're dealing with, yes, very low integrity fluids here. <laughs> low integrity <laughs> fluids. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of solid action going on in my lower GI. It's been compromised. <laughs> Well, maybe you remember, you remember in Star Trek when the ship some... hits the other ship? Yes. That's my asshole. <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh, it's yeah, full, I know. It's full maybe of it's time to get you those, uh, those Depends, the, the slimline ones. Yeah, put oh. Depends under that thing, see how it looks. <laughs> no, the, the new ones, the slimline ones. Yeah, I don't the think that's going to help. I see your pr- production, like producer, why is he wearing Depends? Uh, just go with it. It's Paul. Maybe, maybe you can, <laughs> when Fifty Shades gets done, you can go do the baby job and Mystere. Uh, maybe well, we talked. Mm-hmm. I talked. Did you get to listen to uh, RJ's episode? No, we had the baby from Mystere on. Oh yeah, yeah, RJ, and uh, he was joking with me, half joking that he wanted to be my understudy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, be fucking cool. Uh, he's great. He's a, a, a hardcore scoop. It's really, yeah. it was really fun having him on. Um, <laughs> Uncharted. What about your unintendable fluids? Write to us, comments at uglycouchshow.com. <clears throat> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. I am Grimace, and I dare you to find my dick under the world's <laughs> grandest fupa. My whole body is fupa material. My fupa goes to the top of my head. I am all fupa, <laughs> except for my feet and arms. All I am is fupa. Your feet, arms, a mouth, and eyes. That's it. I'm just Fupa. My name, my body's Fupa. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> go, Jeff. Go, Jeff. Go. 80s Jeff. <laughs> Commander Kenfucky. Back Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. 
Oh, please run with it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm crazy. My whole body is fupa. Maybe it's because I'm purple. My whole body is fupa. If you hear something late at night, some kind of struggle, some kind of fight. I'm trying to find my genitals. <laughs> I'm trying to find my genitals. I'm searching furiously for my genitals. I'm mostly fupa. <laughs> Except for my arms and feet. And my mouth and eyes. But the rest of me is all fupa meat. Wow. If you hear something <laughs> late at night, some kind of struggle, some kind of fight, tell Ronald that I always loved him. <laughs> tell Ronald that I always loved him. It's just me looking for my genitals. <laughs> so, so what if you got bit by a werewolf? Where would you find, you know, would you be able to find your werewolf balls under the fupa? No. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't change anything he'd just be a hairy fupa i'm hairy fupa i got bit by a werewolf i was i was expecting my fupa brings the boys to the yard because because grimace the is milk. the milkshake yeah yes wow we had that's a breakthrough good. here <laughs> my fupa brings all the boys to the yard and they're like where's his genitals I'm like where's his genitals and I'm like I don't know yeah so much for Marvel going dark <laughs> my, I'm mostly Always in shadow. here in the yard I don't know where my genitals are except for my legs and my arms and my eyes and mouth the rest is fupa <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night When I heard someone coming down the stairs It was the werewolf And I was glad that he came Cause I had been wanting to bite his balls He bit his balls I bit the werewolf's balls He bit his balls mm, Werewolf balls He bit his balls There's an awful lot of hair down there He bit his balls And now an awful lot of blood as well my hunger wasn't sated, I needed more. I heard a stomping footstep on my upper floor. Coming down the stairs was the Frankenstein monster. And I thought, hmm, I'm gonna bite his balls too. He bit his balls. I bit the Frankenstein's balls. He bit his balls. They tasted like formaldehyde. He bit his balls. Cause they were in formaldehyde. He bit his balls. Cause the Frankenstein monster is dead. Some people said, go bite the mummy's balls. And I was like, you kidding me? The mummy? Gross. Those are going to be dried up like raisins. I don't want no part of it. So I said, no thank you. No mummy's balls for me. So I walked down. I thought, let's have some more. What's another creature that I could score? And sure enough, from under my sewer went kaploom. It was the creature from the Black Lagoon. I bit the creature's balls. He bit his balls. They're tiny and they're very hard to get at. He bit his balls. They're hidden well under a pair of scales. He bit his balls. I wouldn't recommend biting his balls. Finally, it came time for the night to close. But before it was over, one more of those creepy creatures of the night came down the stairs. It was the Dracula. And into my mouth he was ensnared. He bit his balls. I bit the Dracula's balls. He bit his balls. 
Dracula's. But guess what? Now I'm a Dracula. He did his boss. I didn't think this plan through. He did his boss. Dracula blood makes you a Dracula. Oh no. I'm a Dracula. I was a scientist. Now I'm a Dracula. Blam, blam, Dracula. I bit all of their balls. All the classic monster balls. He bit their balls. Not a single ball went unbit. He bit their balls. I bit all of those fucking balls. Balls. Ooh, I bit their balls. Yeah, I bit their balls. Should have bit the Dracula's balls. That was a mistake. Their balls. Yeah, yeah.